You're listening to the Cheap Shots Podcast Network. What's up, man? What's happening? How are you? I'm doing well. It is Monday, holiday, Labor Day, Labor Day. Having my baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, I gotta open a bang. Oh, me too. We're gonna have a gang bang in this situation. Let me get uh. one. Ah, uh, someone's getting gang bang on this show. What, what flavor you got? uh jumping bean it is black cherry vanilla oh you motherfucker that's what i'm drinking oh good we're fucking gay i thought of you it tastes just like you when we kiss everybody i just want to say welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast yeah we got a special (laughs) guest today we do we do we have rm the producer from uh uh, the ozone layer podcast. Yes. Yes. Kind yes. of excited to have him on. A man of many talents, uh, aka RM the producer, aka Tricky Rick, aka Tony South Dakota. <laughs> Not really quite Tony Montana with that dude's cool Scarface. He's like he's Tony South Dakota, open open wound face, not Scarface. Tony You're gonna have to explain that to me. Tony South Dakota? Yeah. Oh, there's no story behind it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Scarface is a badass, so Tony Montana's a badass. He's Tony South He's Tony South Dakota open wound face. Damn. Tony South Dakota in the building. <laughs> Tony South Dakota in the house, dude. What's up, RM? Doing, what up, man? How you guys doing? Good, bro. Living the bang life. Yeah, I seen you guys banging. You guys banging hard. Right, you're the you're the victim. You're the victim, dude. I'm not banging. I don't have a bang in my hand, bro. Well, that's no. right. You're the one getting banged. We are the bangers. We're the banging. It's the gang bang. <laughs> what are you drinking, man? I am uh, drinking wait, some horchata, bucana, bukaki. <laughs> if that's what you drink, did you say? <laughs> he said bucana. It's oh, what's, what's it's a it's a it's a bucana. That's what we call it, but I think it's called a bucana because it's like it's like Scott Scottish. Scottish. You drinking Scotch? Yep. It's Pat nice. Buchanan. I don't, know, I don't know if it's Scotch. Or, it's it's bucana or something like that. Okay. But I like, I like how you say, you say it, it again. Yeah. B- Make bucana. it sound sexy again. Bucana. Bucana. Buc- yeah. Can we just give you words and you just make them sound cooler? Go for it. Noodles. Needles. Needles. <laughs> needles. Like that. needles. Noodle. You know like what dick. Needles means knots. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Put those noodles in knots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. 
I like come that. Come at me. Come at me. <laughs> oh, you, you want us to come at you? Hold on. I want to play. I want to play your intro song. Are you? This, this is what is you're using. The intro from o, for Ozone, right? I might sing along with it. Play it, man. Okay. Hey, play it loud so people can. That's hear as loud it. as it can get, man. Play it loud. This is as loud as it can get. Sounds like the beginning of Sesame Street. Let's see your intro. All right, our intro is not good. You already heard it. You already heard it. Oh, yeah. You hear that? I hear that. How'd you get Aaron Neville to do your song? How did I get who? Aaron Neville to get your, to do your song. That Play that again, Noodles. Okay. Gina. Oh, he messed it up. Hey. Great minds think alike, bro. <laughs> Dude, every time I hear it, like I can't stop singing it. I'll give you that. It's catchy as fuck, but it does it sound is. like Aaron, Aaron Neville. You sound like a guy is singing. Be, it's not supposed to be serious. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, it sounds like a dude in a blue jean jacket with no sleeves <laughs> singing blue it. Blue jean jacket. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. uh no, it's it definitely was, it, a mellow, a very mellow. It wasn't even. Smoker let me tell intro. you something though. It wasn't even intended at all. Like we were just fucking around, and for some reason, it popped in my head the name of the podcast that we're trying to do, mm-hmm. and then it, it just became it. And then we just cut it, and that we just cut that piece and looped it, and we're like, "This could be it." <laughs> you um, know what I mean? It's pretty good. That's All right, like I have was, one question. Yeah. D- did you take it from this? Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> nope. There's you can't you can't you got to find it, bro. It's a producer secret. You cannot tell. Oh, so <laughs> is, is it is it from a sample? I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's 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 from. No, uh, it is a sample. It is a sample, but uh, it's changed in tempo and tone. Right, you, know you mutilated I mean? it a little bit, so yeah. it's yours. Nice. Nah, not yours, but it, not mine. But like, it's I made it unique to what what we did to it. Yeah, it sounds good, dude. It sounds good. It sounds like I when you first started, it sounds like a Sesame Street porno. Well, this is that's the <laughs> yeah. That's the, well, the problem. The problem I thought, yeah, yeah, it's like a <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is like a system. Your parents, I'm scared. <laughs> it you sounds really catch, good though. I've been, you might catch Piggy in there. Yeah, it back. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been, I've been uh, singing that for like three days. Hey, good, bro. It works. It gets in your head. Yeah. It works, man. That's that's yeah. what that's, that's what it is. Like the more natural something comes out the more catchy it tends to be that's right. what i that's, that's what i realized when it comes to like recording music or even just writing up hooks if it's natural it could be simple as shit but it makes a bigger effect right 
So the, I I like it a lot, but but have you ever had something caught in your head and you can't get rid of it? Like I want to jump yeah. off my house. Remember I want to jump off my house, dude. Remember, remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. You, you love me. Yeah, all that shit. I want to jump off of something to end it. I can't make it stop. What I'm singing that? it Vita, constantly. Vitas? Vitas? That's who that fucker was? Oh, yeah. Blah, 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 ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, I was like, why do I have this shit stuck in my head? <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, like, that song, that thought. guy made hella money just because of that line right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, for no sure. Doubt. For sure. RM, tell us uh, what is the ozone about a little bit. The ozone layer. Uh, so I have a way of interpreting like different. I have a I have a way of I have a way of interpreting rarity with like alien shit. You know what I mean. So when I thought about the ozone layer, when you have conversations with people, sometimes you get in the zone of focusness so you start focusing on on what you're talking about and it becomes a zone and that zone is rare it's you have to look for that zone for it to occur so when i was thinking of a name i was thinking of i have like i said i interpretate shit into like rarities i interpreted into alien shit so the ozone layer was kind of like mixed in there you know what i mean yeah. And it, it just feels good to us. It feels good when we have conversations and we talk and we agree and we learn and, and like we expand our minds. So it just becomes a zone. I got you. Make, yeah. and, then, and then layer, you could say it layer, but you could say it layer, like a layer. Right. Exactly. It's, it's a rare air, if you will. Yeah. So that's so kind of like a layer or a layer layer. The ozone layer. Not, not like a dungeon layer. A dungeon. Nah, it's where legit. it's the room where where you get in the zone. That's legit. L A R L A I R. That's cool. Double entendre. So, yeah. So it, it's early in the process. Like we, like I said, we just came up with the name and came up with the intro, and so far everyone we've presented it to likes it and thinks it's a good idea. Because we didn't want to pick something that categorized us to stick to one subject. Yeah, we kind of do this the same work. I mean, we have a definitely have a, a theme. Yeah, going, our theme but... is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to limit ourselves to only having to do a certain type of shit. Or can I cut on here? Yeah, for sure. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's kind of what we what we were going with. My with children that. listen to this podcast. Oh God. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Dude, it's been so much worse. It's been so much worse, bro. No, I know. Ours aren't. Ours aren't censored at all. Yeah, ours aren't. Which either, is, which is, I think about it sometimes though, because it's like information that I'm storing, and my daughter could potentially come back and hear that shit and all that, and be like, "My dad was a fool." That's true. That's true. <laughs> that if you're trying to monetize, it'll cut down what you can monetize on. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you can't smoke on camera on YouTube. No, but no I've, I've I don't seen, know. Yeah, I've seen Joe Rogan do it. He turns away from them usually. But, but he's in a legal he's in a legal state though. Yeah. Not so, anymore. Well, what? Yeah, he moved, didn't he? He's in Texas now. Wow. He moved to Texas? Yeah, he's in Austin, Texas. It's just so he can just shoot everything and ride <laughs> tigers. <laughs> he had to get out of the LA scene, it was getting too crazy. Really? Yep. As far as that, like what do you know? Yeah, I'm. I I listen occasionally. He uh, 
he it was too many people and then when the riots and stuff started happening he was he was like well plus he does comedy at the comedy club and it, it was shut down so he doesn't think they're gonna open back up again and his whole joe is kind of flighty anyway so he moves around a lot to begin with so he was just like i'm going there and he'll be there for a while and then he'll go to montana next if he can do that let the man be no doubt no doubt he's uh he's all over the place as well he does shit on everything yeah but you kind of get used to when you when you start traveling like when when i was traveling with y'all you get used to moving that way because like all of a sudden moving became just so easy you get used to living with what you have and then you just it's easier to move what's it like being kind of trapped now or stuck in one place uh i wouldn't call it stuck because i'm i'm not (laughs) you You know know what what i mean mean? it's a choice (laughs) it's a choice uh it i got what i wanted that's how it feels i got what i wanted i knew it wasn't going to be perfect you know what i mean but now, whenever I do have those days that I'm frustrated, at least I'm at home doing what I like to do with the things that I that I purchased to be able to do it, not being in a hotel dreaming of doing that while I'm away. You know what I mean? Did you did you feel some burnout, RM? During when I was traveling? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because it was constant. Even like even after work, you felt like you were at work. You know what I mean? So it was like it, it. You almost felt guilty doing something for yourself at the end of the night because you knew that you were kind of you were dropping the job. You felt like you had to hold the job all the time. The whole time you were out there, it felt like you had to hold the job. That's true. Good point. Yeah. So I got tired. I, t- I got tired of that. I wanted to come home and be able to not just to have that time for myself, but also to create an opportunity for my daughter to be with with me during her break. That was the biggest thing for me because I, I didn't I didn't feel like it was fair for her to not have to see me when she has the time to see me. Does that make That's, sense? Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. And well, obviously, you got to choose what matters. And I know exactly what you mean when you're saying when you're not when you when you're not working, you feel like you should be working and there's a weird guilt behind it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a great opportunity. Don't get me wrong. Like I I learned a lot. I obviously I met you fuckers and <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, there was a lot of learning that was done and endurance. Like I learned a lot about myself and you know what I'm saying? What I could endure. Yeah. What right. you're capable of. Yeah. Like, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to ask you, do you have any stories from the road that, that stick out to you as far as, I mean, I know you've been attacked. Uh, <laughs> there's a few things that have happened to you, bro. Uh, that's, the cra- that, that is, that's the craziest story that's happened to me. <laughs> uh, you, I have one did, with you. One story. Did you hear about that one? Noodles. Oh, uh, noodles. Oh, no. drink. Take a drink. Yo, you a drink. Oh, I yeah. got to just my bad. Noodles. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's, it's a, TK has done it before, so I, I don't, have. I don't mind. Um, we yeah, to, let's we need to write have a story about us in Youngstown. Okay. I remember Youngstown, and I remember you being there. I me- Okay, we were waiting for the security guard, and we were in the lobby, and we were just sitting there. And 
I don't remember who we were. I think it, I don't know if we were with Kyle. We were with somebody else. I but um, I, 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 I do know TK had already left, and it was just. I remember you sitting there off to my right, and there was this old white guy sitting across from us, and um, he was talking about traveling, and he was talking about have we been to New York, and we're like, oh yeah, we've been to New York. And he goes, yeah, it's one time I was in New York and uh, I got lost and uh, I was trying to get out of the city. And so I pulled up to this to this black guy and I said, uh, I rolled down my window and I said, hey, and Bob, do you know how to get out of the city? And I, <laughs> I was, my eyes went wide and I looked over at you. And look, I know you're not black, but you know you're. I I was yeah, I remember you're that brown. Day. And I looked over at you, and your head was straight down, looking at your phone. You had no expression on your face, and I was just like, we, no one said a word. And then the the guy, he was like, "Oh no, I fucked up. These guys don't." These guys like black people. Yeah, these guys aren't cool. What an <laughs> and, and he goes, I'm not racist or nothing. I was just asking how to get out of the city. And yeah, we're like, oh, I, yeah, I, sure. I do. I do remember that. And I was like, I apologize for using the N word, by the way. I was, too late. Shut it down. We're done. <laughs> Game over, dude. We're I had done. to tell the story right, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I, it was it was a weird moment when he's when that happens. What and I don't think I ever asked you about about what you thought when that happened. But what was your initial first thought? My my initial first thought. I think my reaction. The reason why I looked down was because I was trying to think through the the situation. I was, trying, I was trying to no, I was trying to organize how I was going to address it because it's easy to jump at somebody, but it could be it could always be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, so like when I, when I hear stuff like that all the time, it doesn't matter if it's for me or if it's for somebody else. Like I know the intention, it's not what it said, it's the intention. And, um, so when I, when that shit happens, like I always respond in, in an awkward way because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to respond to it. Am I going to respond to it violent or am I going to try to deviate, how do you say it? Deviate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was very awkward, and yeah. I, I I I I've seen racism, um, but to just see it so in so blatantly like that, I was just in shock. And of course, we're representing our company, so then you have to think like, okay, I even if I want to say something, I can't really just I right. can't I can't do anything to jeopardize. Right, noodles our like company. That, noodles, that, noodles was like, can I high five this guy? <laughs> noodles, <laughs> noodles, 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 noodles got his name right there. He his legs were like, Ooh. yes, right. <laughs> He's like, sign my chest, you fucking stallion. What the it, fuck? It was very panicky. I felt very panicky. I will, I will yeah. say that. Well, that's that's the situation. That is what it feels like. That's the situation you get pulled put in because you're put in a real situation where shit's really offensive and you have to choose what you're gonna do. Are you gonna stand down or are you gonna you're gonna fuck them up? You know what I mean? And and, and yeah, and so like sometimes you gotta bite the bullet to to keep what you have stable, but you fucking drag it with you. 
You know what I mean? Because you know somebody said it with full intention and you drag it with you until eventually you forget it. But it makes you tense for a while. Well, I will say I was very proud of the way you didn't react. So for for the company's sake. Well, it wasn't even for your own. It it wasn't for the company's sake. It's just how it's how I, I, I it's how I was raised. I was raised because. I needed to stay out of trouble because if I got in trouble, I didn't just go to jail. I got deported. So when shit like that arose, I had to stand down for the sake of my family, not for myself. It was because if I went out, everyone was going out. So I had a bigger responsibility. So I'm trained to, to think of the other way before I think, I think violent, you know what I mean? That's legit. I, right. I got another, I got another, uh, there's another story that happened at that site with you guys. Oh, and I remember Photoshopping you because I think you were called a, some lady called you a little Bruno Mars. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I was thinking of, uh, Chachi's bro. And I was like, I'm the Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> little Bruno. Yeah. You look like Bruno Mars. Chachi looks like, uh, Gerardo, the Rico Suave dude. <laughs> you put a leather jacket on him and give him his long hair back, dude. Oh, yeah, he he do he would he would you need you gotta give him a bike, <laughs> but give him like a little ass bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. It is true uh, though. You you after after that lady said that, um, it was hard to look at you again without thinking about Bruno Mars. Yeah, Not that was one of my best photoshops because I didn't have to do much. You are <laughs> Bruno Mars, dude. <laughs> it's kind of like. Uh, TK and uh, Captain Underpants. Like you can't unsee. Uh, I knew it. I knew that was gonna happen on this show, no matter what. I was gonna get a fucking Captain Underpants reference. You dude. can't. If anybody has never seen TK, look at a book of Captain Underpants, <laughs> and just every time you hear this podcast, just look at that book, and you will you will see TK for who he is. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just wearing underwear right now. Either that or the penguin from Bat from Batman. Penguin from Batman. <laughs> that is worse. That's ruthless, man. El Pinguino. Remember when I <laughs> we came up with El Pinguino? Yeah, I got a lot of names for you. TK. I know. I know oh, you do. Where's the... I know. There's another, another another drink. What's uh? <laughs> so tell me the story. Now I know why that guy hit you. Oh, facility. yeah. That guy. <laughs> man, that guy. I, I, did, I don't know if I heard about this. Oh, dude. Tell the story. Like, Add all the details. So, but you got to be careful. You can't really say exactly where it's at for HIPAA and right. stuff. No, I was working at a it's psychiatric like a ward. There you go. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I had to go fix a door. And when I walked in, there was a there was already there was already like a disturbed client or cl- whatever patient. And uh, you know, you get that feeling like, yeah, I should I we should I don't know if we should be in there. You know what I mean? But I had my escort. So I, I looked at him and he's, I was like, are we good? He's like, yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm trying to get this door out the way. Cause I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get done with this floor. That was the only door I had to work on that floor. So I was like, all right, let's go get it done real quick. And he was, he kept walking right down the hall. He walked, he walked past me like three times before I even like, try to turn my back against him because every time he'd walk he would just look at me he was just look at me and then he'd walk away and then he'd go slam his head on the wall so i'm like i'm kind of paused because i'm like 
I don't think I should be in here right now. Like this is dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and then he walked he walked by again with the same same thing. So I'm like, okay, is this just it might just be a repetition that he's gonna do. Fuck not, bro. As soon as I turned I turned my back to to fix the door hinge, this dude came at me with a Mike Tyson. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he hooked me right in the back of my ribs, bro. I was like, I was, I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening, but I, I didn't know uh, how your to life respond. was ending. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know how to respond because, like, I thought about fighting. You know what I mean? But immediately, I was like, this guy's a patient. Like, I can't, I, I can't take him. Him. He's got, he's got too much. Game. <laughs> he's gonna beat no, my ass. I can't, I can't take him because either he's super strong. Or if I do take him, he's Captain gonna underpants. Take, yeah, he's gonna take me in court. Like, <laughs> what did the right. escort do? Fucking th- eating popcorn, <laughs> threw money on the other oh, guy. Oh. <laughs> the escort is he was this Jamaican guy, bro, and he was like, he was a cool ass dude. And when I turned around after I got hit, I saw him coming down from like a flying kick. <laughs> 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 like he was telling them to shish away or something. <laughs> 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 that, this dude is hitting the back of uh, RM like uh, like like Rocky's punching a slab of meat. No, yeah, he looked. Yeah, he probably saw like a sl- fucking half cow hanging, and he was like, he just bro, he's like, I take that shot, right? They probably played some type of Rocky movie to his ass. <laughs> he's been walking around all day, like I need to punch one person. <laughs> they trained him to be a boxer. He was ready. Uh. <laughs> was that the same guy? <laughs> That's punching himself in the face. That's the same guy, bro. That guy thrown up on himself. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you, man. It looked like it looked like a scene straight out of The Exorcist, bro. Like it was bad. Like he had puke running down. He just had like a a a look to him. Like when you look at him in the eyes, it was scary. Like you know that he he could hurt. He could punch you in the back. Yeah, but 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 then you're in this environment where these nurses are acting like that's okay, and then you start thinking like, okay. Maybe they, maybe they know what the fuck you're doing. You know what I mean? They do. They're like, look. And they're as, like, soon as, look. You, as soon as you turn your back, you know, you're getting fucking punched. <laughs> <laughs> they do know what they're doing. They're like, they watch, do. watch. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, he's they're walking like, around. He's walking around. Like, no, he's going to get him. Wait, they're betting. They're putting money yeah, on it. Like, how many times yeah. do they pass this guy before he punches him in the back? I got, yeah. I got baptized. Yeah, Nancy wins. He got baptized. <laughs> I got baptized. You did got it back? You got baptized, bro. Did it hurt? Did this? Did this punch hurt? Not really. I think it was more so just a shock. Cause I after I left and the shock was down, I was like, "Damn, I took that motherfucking punch, boy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say that, but you sent immediately sent me a text. <laughs> I just got punched. Of like a, uh, he sh- he sent me an emoji of uh like a, a face with a bandage on it and a fist. <laughs> I was sitting in an office down in the basement working on administration work stuff, and dude, I almost passed out. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I wish I would have saw it. I was not expecting you guys to run right up and like blow the situation up because I was laughing at it. Right. So was the guy that punched you? Yeah. Even <laughs> he's even, telling even, his friends, dude. Even my it. escort, nah. See, the thing is, is that like people in there get punched. It's it's uh, in that in that floor. People in there get punched because after it happened to me, I've seen it happen to, like I've seen the tension that arises there. You know, those patients are in there a long time, and they get 
they get fucking frustrated. That Bruno Mars little motherfucker. Oh, I got yeah. that song. Twenty four yeah, karat magic. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so it's a it's a regular thing. That tension's a regular thing in there, but to have you know, the only thing I was worried about was mainly more the tools because I didn't want that to be a part of what could Weapons. go down. You know what All I mean? Right. But yeah, that could turn bad real quick. What's yeah. funny is like you called us and we came running and we kind of got your corner and you went to your corner, got the towel and stuff, and they were over there rubbing his shoulders and she's like, You got him, dude. You really got him. Like, that's another undefeated. You're undefeated. That guy didn't even do anything. You can hit anybody yeah, at once. And I just got called into that fight that day. I don't even know where I'm at. I'm just like, what the fuck? I didn't even know who was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to train, dude. <laughs> Give me the stats. Where's the, <laughs> no training? Where's the work? Where's the scope of work, bro? <laughs> right. I can't, I can't. I didn't study any tape. I don't know what this yeah. guy has been doing. Yeah. He's been I throwing can't. up on himself. He has been ready. How do you kill this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you had to fight a zombie, <laughs> dude. It, yeah. Any any other uh, interesting stories you that's remember? Uh, that's I, that's got to be the craziest, for uh, sure. The craziest. There was a lot of like good memories uh, of traveling, you know, because you get to be in really cool places like beaches and shit. And like I have memories of sun, like sunsets at the beach, where I'm like I just I was just appreciating that moment being there. Cause to be honest, like I never, I never thought I was gonna like it was. It used to be very difficult for me to achieve that. Like it was, yeah. too, it was too big in my head. You know what I mean? It's Is that like, to get to those places? Yeah, Is that because was, of where you live, or because you kind of live in the, money, in the center of the of the country, yeah. so you're not real close to beaches. Yeah, well, it's because uh, both. I mean, where when I in Mexico, I was in the middle of Mexico. And then we moved to Kansas City. So, we, you know, we weren't the richest family, so we couldn't afford vacation. So I never – I always got to see my parents saying, well, one day I'm going to get to see the beach. So my mentality was off of that. You know, mom was like, one day I'm going to get to see the beach, but I was never shown how to get there. You know what I mean? So – Google yeah, Maps. Google Maps. It is. But it, <laughs> it is Google Maps, but it, it, it takes a little more – yeah. Of, a, of a training to get somebody to just jump and go you know what i mean and for me it just wasn't part of like what was top to me but mm-hmm. when i that's you know well that's why i kind of wanted to travel for a job because i wanted to learn so once i did like and i got to see all these places and places i thought i'd never see like that that was that's a that's a cool story for me just in, just in all did you did you make it out to the west coast at all yeah, I yes. did. Yeah, I want you to tell them a story about how they didn't have any, uh, like, regular cars, and you had to get uh, a really nice convertible. Yeah, man. Well, I went there. They had and, all minivans. Uh, and I went there, and, you know, they, they showed me the, the line, and I was like, man, you got a convertible Mustang. You got a convertible yellow Camaro. And then you got a minivan. And then you got another Mustang that's right next to it. <laughs> so you're like, man. And I ended up getting a convertible Mustang because I drove because I drove the Camaro before, so I was like, I've never drove a, a Mustang. I want to drive that. What and city? L.A. To where? L.A. So I, I was actually in Seattle with you. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Seattle. You remember that? I do. I was actually in Seattle with you, and remember, uh, um, my bad. Remember that uh, we had. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> remember we had a. Uh, can we say other people's names? Sure. Not their full name. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> what are we under? Fuck. Tell me where. T- tell me where they live. Tell no, me anyway, exactly where they we live. Had, we, had, we so we had another guy that was training. He had just came in. And we ended up finish a day, finishing earlier, and the next day we were only supposed to do like a few doors. So there was too many people for us just to have that, you know, just that work. And so I asked, I asked the lead on that job. I was like, "Hey, do you care if I stay? I got a job in in Ridgecrest, California. Uh, the the not the day after, but the one after, in two days. I was like, if but if I leave today, I was like, I can stay a night in L.A. because I'd never seen L.A. So I at least wanted to like go there, stay a night there, and then just drive around and see the city and then take off to my job the next day. So I flew to L.A. from Seattle and then drove from L.A. to Ridgecrest, California. And Ridgecrest, did you hit the beach? Ridgecrest, yeah, yeah. I went, I went to South Beach, and I seen as much as I could. Literally, I seen a lot in one day like it's crazy you, it's crazy you see everything that he saw in his music video where he's eating sunflowers <laughs> he's driving a mustang convertible so yeah so on my drive to on my drive from la to ridgecrest california i was going to pass the rocky mountains so i was going to have this really mountainy route and uh, i had the i had the the tablet that they gave us for work and uh i ended up recording a music video on the draft <laughs> <laughs> i'm like hey don't ever pick up a convertible mustang with camaro <laughs> oh no worries i'll just record it <laughs> make it into my videos drop some music into it Yo, when, people, <laughs> when people people when people that know me saw it they were like well where are you you're driving that's not your car you know what i mean like it right. makes it makes people more interested just because they're starting to question that you're doing something that you don't normally do right like someone's paying for it like oh you have like, people <laughs> ahead of you like above you hey, you it's, um, you know but i i was using my opportunities it's where i was in life right now yeah fair that's fair you know true. what song was that uh it was called life be a b say it again life B A B, but it's on my Facebook. You won't be able to find that secret agent shit. That's a secret one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like it because you're doing a video. Like I'm gonna make a video, but then you're just like, I'm also gonna eat sunflower seeds and spit those all over the fucking yeah, place. Because that's me. Fuck it. That's <laughs> me. It was definitely like, you, dude. That's me. That's what I do. Why am I gonna do otherwise? I just didn't know what you're gonna like. You're gonna. Like, I'm gonna make a music video, which typically like they you try to grandize stuff a little bit. You're like, no, this. I'm gonna. I'm surprised you have a cheeseburger. Dude, just eating a cheeseburger on it. Like, what's up, man? I'm just chilling. No, but let me. I tried to do something like that. Like, I tried to make it look more like. I guess the video is good. I tried to make it look more serious, and then I was like, it look. It just looked unnatural. So I was like, I have to just be me. Like, I have to stop trying to be a more uptight me and just be me. If I'm if I'm eating sunflower seeds, fuck it. That's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Because every time, because. I'm I'm <laughs> I like the cracked pepper now. Nice. I like flip. I go from cracked pepper and then I'll have like uh what is that is it that lime and lime and lime sp- chili. Chili yeah, lime. Chili lime. I'll switch back and forth from those two. That's what I was interested in. 
<laughs> As noodles like that kind of shit, like, what's your favorite sunflower seed? <laughs> Thank you for contributing. You're welcome. What about you, TK? I mean, me? I'm a, you know me. You know me, bro. What kind of nuts I, do you like, bro? I, you know, uh, salty. <laughs> I, uh, I just like, I just like, um, just regular sunflower seeds. Just salty? I'm playing just salty, dude. Just salty? Man. Just salty nuts. Like his attitude, one, some very are, salty. Some of fuck off. They don't, they, don't crack your, they don't crack your tongue? No. No? No. Why, do the other kind better for that? Yeah, it's less... Uh, the, it doesn't the more chew flavorful, up your, your mouth? The, yeah, you're, you're, you don't have raw mouth afterwards. Yeah, I, I wash a lot. Of, I drink water at the same time a lot of times. A lot of times I don't even eat them. I'll just spit them back out. I just get the salt. You just guzzle it down with whatever comes along. Yeah, whatever comes along. I, I heard you, bitch. <laughs> uh, now there's like a kind, like a some barbecue kind or something that tastes like puke. I tried one and I'm like, fuck all the other kinds. <laughs> tastes like puke. Yeah, I felt like I was at a mental facility punching random dudes Slabs in the back. Of meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, that was a good video, dude. I'm surprised you put it like you hit it. You uh, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, oh, I sent it to you. I forgot. Yeah, uh, you, you noodles, sure noodles you has seen one of your videos. <laughs> yeah, noodles has sent. Uh, yeah, you sent it to me. I'm like, yeah, as long as no one knows you're driving that. Like, no, no worries, man. No one's gonna know. Here's a video. <laughs> it's going worldwide. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. It's hey, gone viral. <laughs> I was I was aware of my rap credibility at the time. I knew it wasn't. <laughs> What uh? You sent you sent a song to Noodles once too. I what? You sent a song to Noodles once as well. I Which did? one? Which one was that? You don't remember? I'm trying to remember. Or did you send a it to while me? ago. Uh, the just because one. Just because? Yeah. I don't remember. Finish that. finish that lyric. What was the lyric? Uh, we. It was saying around here for a while, just because I'm brown, because the person I know has a last name is oh, brown. Oh, just because I'm brown. <laughs> yeah. It's profiling. I know. That's, that's what the song was called. It was called Profiling? Yeah. That's oh, what shit, it's called on the CD. Called just I'm brown. No, it's called Profiling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only know choruses, dude. Yeah. No, I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I didn't show that to you guys. I gave you guys a CD that had that in it, and that was the one that was picked out of all of them. That's the one I got the most feedback from. Really? So, so that's that's how that's how that song became the song that you and you sent me, a video. me. I didn't send you a video. There's no video for. Yeah, that. because there was like a it was like a Trump thing in the beginning. And you're walking through like a town. Oh, I did make. A, I might have shown you the video. Yeah, but dude, I never sent. I, I, ne- I never sent you the video. I never put that video oh. out. You know what, uh, T- TK? You sent me just the very beginning of that video. I remember that now. Uh, By the way, uh, RM, I gotta good. say, uh, when I was up in Portland, uh, this was a year ago or so. Uh, I was with uh, our our buddy R Dub, R W, okay, and he had. Your CD. I don't know if he had it in CD form or uh, it, it just digital form, but he was pl- he was playing a bunch of your music. Really? Still? He was, dig- he was digging it hard. Yeah. yeah. Still, that's dope. Yeah. So props that's cool, to that. Man. That's cool, man. Because like when I make music, it sounds dope to me when I'm making it. 
And then by the time it, I'm done with like a, uh, a batch, that music, that, <laughs> that, that music, that music's old to me. You know what I mean? And then right. by, by the time people yeah. hear it, by the time people hear it, I've already outgrown that. Music. Is that because you've heard it so much just by, by mixing it and yeah. reworking it? And yeah. so you're just tired of it. It's like you fucking, but when, when I'm making a beat, I'm already writing it because I, if I wait till I'm done making it, I'm going to be tired of it. So I have to write it while I make it so I can record it all at the same time. And then by, by the time I'm done editing it and like trying to master it as best as I can, like I, by the time I'm that, to that point where I'm like, this is as best as it's going to sound. I don't listen to that song for like a while because I just don't want to hear it no more. And then I leave it there <clears throat> and work on other shit. And then by the time the, every by the time I have four to five songs, like when that CD goes out, that I don't even want to hear it. But people, but it's cool listening to people say stuff like that. That like that you know like RW is listening to it the way he is because it it's like a refreshing it's a refreshing news like it's refreshing to somebody still. And every yeah, once in a, sure. every once in a while I'll go back and listen to it. And I'm like, man, that was kind of cool. Like I I used to downplay that song a lot, but now it sounds cool after after some time. You know, right? It's just like it's just an old song. Uh, when I, I kind of feel the same way when I'm done with my batch. <laughs> I, uh, I don't Your batch like of that. what? I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. Like that, I don't like that. I don't like that girl anymore for a while. But then later on, later on, she's cool again. But as soon as I'm done with that batch, dude, I'm like, ah. <laughs> right. That's usually every night into your hand, right? Uh, yeah, I hate my hands. Fuck this hand. That hand. <laughs> I kind of like my left hand because that's a shy one. This is a shy one. She's <laughs> awkward too, is it? Yeah, it, it looks at the right hand. It, the left hand looks at the right hand real jealous. But then when the left hand gets put to work, it realizes the right hand gets like it's not as cool as it thinks it is. It has to deal with a lot of shit. <laughs> RM. Um... We kind of have a bone to pick with you a little bit. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, you're picking my bone. Yeah, um, we, were, we were promised an Hold intro. Hold on. If you're going to pick his bone, let me get this going. <laughs> hey, there we go. Set the mood. Hey. Right. I'm going to take his pants off. Go and take your pants off. Hey. 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 We got so, what you need every yeah. day, every yeah. day. So also it's G and R, which like is that for Guns N' Roses? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your what's your think, bone? Oh, we were promised an intro by yes. none other we're, than you. I I you are completely right. You are right. When you sent me this, I was like, this I almost threw my phone. <laughs> I was like, I just can't get your. I don't, I don't understand. It's been like a month and a half. Too much. They put this together in eight seconds. Like, hey, we just took a couple drinks and winked at each other and just fucking farted this one out. It's fucking good to go. It's because, like, it's harder when it's for, for, for something that's, like, given to you. You know what I mean? So, like, I was thinking about it a lot. Cheap shots, cheap shots. And then I got, you know, you were telling me about the, the when Noodles. you wanted. And. Making it newsy was like really hard for me, right? You know, Wait, what's newsy? Because he he wanted he he went 
you know, I might be exposing you right now, but I might be exposing you right now, but you know, the King TK said he wanted some football, like news, like what was it? CNN type deal. It was like a NFL beginning and then a cheap shot was yelled. Yeah. So it was, I couldn't like, I couldn't come up with any ideas that I wanted to go with around that subject. You know what I mean? So I, I just kind of left it until it just came. Because that's how ours did. We, another we just, it just came. Another one. <laughs> you, you're putting too much stink on that. You're putting too much emphasis until it came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the cheap shots is good. Uh, they have theirs taken care of. So we would need one for Noodles and the King now. Yeah. that That's probably even more difficult. Right. We sent you uh, our idea. What do you mean? Tough. So is that not you guys? Is that somebody else? Yeah. That's wow. the parent company. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we're you just, need Noodles and the King. That makes it easier. Really? That makes it a lot easier because now I can just run with you it. You just but... play some clown music. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could just play some. Well, you, you're going to have to go more in depth to what, like, what does it mean? So can you make a song that basically captures the essence of, like, what this makes you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> uh, I want you guys to make the exact same one that you guys made for yourself. but for We might. Little... We might. It might be the same way. It you might. should turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Noodle said the N word. Noodle said the N word. Canceled podcast. <laughs> right. No, dude. Yeah. Uh, what, what no, no. So that's good information because now I can focus on just that other than cheap shots. That was a, that was a hard one. Yeah, I think they just went with uh just the cheap shot yell. Yeah, yeah, that was a hard yeah. one. Um, but it, but if if you want, like, just gather information about what direction it's not. It doesn't have to be with just your names. Just kind right. of what what direction uh, the podcast is going in, or what you guys are trying to circle. Out. Honestly, what I was actually thinking was just cutting some bits from our shows and just putting it in there, like just different lines here and I, there. I can send you beats. And you could put those, we could put those vocals over beats and it'll make it sound more like, right. You know, more dramatic. Okay. We are a very dramatic podcast. That's oh, almost <laughs> too serious. Yeah. So, uh, I'm drinking Hennessy right now. <laughs> Hennessy. Faded, bro. I'm faded. Ugana. Ugana. <laughs> now, uh, how many of you guys, how many of you guys put out a lot yet? No, the one I sent you is literally, uh, the only one that we've actually recorded. Okay. But uh, we so we were having technical problems at first. Shocking. It's it went really well on ours this morning as well. You said what? I said shocking. It went really well on our podcast this morning as well with the uh, technicalities. My bad. Sorry, I got I got distracted. Where where are we? <laughs> My bad, I got distracted, bro. Oh, so, that, was, all right, all right. that happens to me, man. I have this. My right, brain, this my brain like doesn't 
as soon as something happens, like I, my brain just goes over there and I, I, I forget what's going on. I know exactly what's happening. So you want to talk about like uh, when we were uh, traveling a lot, you would send me pictures of things. And I remember we kind of wanted to bring up what we've seen in airports a lot. Oh, wow. He didn't send pictures from airports because that would be creepy. Right. But he would send me pictures like, look at this. And like it just, it, you sent me some all-stars, bro. <laughs> I was so, trying to make I was trying to make memes. You're talking about that one with with G when I sent you when he was eating, and in the no. back, and in the background there was a girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was booties, man. You're a booty connoisseur, and I'm guessing that's what just happened. No, that's not what just happened. I got a text. Okay, but <laughs> no, but yeah, man, I like butts, man. I, you can't lie. You I cannot like- lie. I uh, he sent me so many. Like you haven't sent me for a while. Uh, I didn't send you that. Nah, come on, bro. Now you're making me look like I'm. I guess so. Like I mean, not like not like like every every. I couldn't even my phone. I sent it because you asked for him. You're like, bro, you should have took a picture of it. I was kidding. So no, like I would. I'd be like, hey, man, do you know of anything? So that's kind of what uh, we're actually being looked at from an OnlyFans. I don't know how to explain it. Like, like they work with OnlyFans. Yeah. So we might be getting some advertising from them. Hopefully I'm not jumping the gun, but, and, um, so we're going to send you some butts. Like what type of butts? Like whatever you like. Just gay dude butts. No. You like dude butts? What if they're big? No. All right. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Uh, OnlyFans chicks. Yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna be. If you, you want to collect those and save them for yourself, I'm yeah. not saying I can't do that, but I don't want those. You don't have to tell <laughs> me I'm okay to have those. I have them, bro. <laughs> I have a computer just for that. It's hidden. Uh, no, we're we're gonna have some OnlyFans chick stuff, and uh, I don't know if you guys are looking to have something like that on your site as well or your podcast. We don't know. We don't know yet. We're just um, <clears throat> we're just trying to get the podcast running first. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then once we figure out how what the process of just putting a podcast out um on itself we'll figure out what else we want to add to it because we do have another idea that might consume some time but okay has to do most of ours is just entertainment uh i don't see like i don't know other than you know getting big butt women to to pay me a cut for what they can do themselves. Like, I don't know. How does that okay. work? Uh, we'd have to talk to that company. Like, what do you mean? How do, how can I use OnlyFans? <laughs> well, you want to, you want to be uh, on there or you want to, how do I, as a, as a, you know, as a producer, podcaster, whatever the fuck I am now, uh, how do I benefit from OnlyFans? Uh, I don't know if we can give all that away, but I know the company that we're working with are going to be, I mean, we signed with, so we should be putting them on soon, um, is they handle OnlyFans chicks. So I think either we're going to promote them or they're, oh, oh, they they handle them. So you're talking about using the podcast to promote an OnlyFans girl or something like in that direction. Yeah. I think our type is, I mean, we're very sexual and ridiculous here. So gotcha. Gotcha. Shit. Yeah, we don't really have a filter, as you can see. <laughs> no, we're obviously, only getting white OnlyFans chicks now. Good job. 
than not the white on the Man. Uh, only southern ones. So <clears throat> we're gonna lose all the thickness. Yeah, oh, dude. You don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was listening to yours and, and your guys' type of podcast and your intro, and I thought it'd be very a, a kind of a natural move. But I don't know you guys' direction either. To do the to do the promotion. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we'll. We we're willing to take endorsements now. I'm not saying that, you know what I mean. But it, I'm sure we're going to look into it into what we're promoting because I don't push anything that I don't support. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I I have to be able to stand behind it for me to put my face to it or anything that relates to me. So so yes, you will, big butts. That's easy to stand behind. <laughs> yeah, they won't. Well, even, we won't even see you though. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy to stand behind big boots, big big big, <laughs> big butts. So, uh, shit. I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? So you have you have your podcast. You have your music, which is your name is what? Uh, at the Are time, at the time, my alias was the the Mexican specimen. I don't know what caused me to put it out for that or. I was just feeling really, really Mexican back then. (laughs) 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 So, no, I think, I think that name came out of a rhyme. I think I was freestyling one time and I might've said the Mexican specimen or something. And I was like, Oh shit, that's dope. And then boom, I made a CD with that name on it. But I've always put RM on my, on my projects because RM is like where I started. RM is a producer. I started producing. So people, the first time people started recognize me outside was by the name RM. And it was weird. It was weird when, when that first happened, like when people would just walk up to you and like, Hey, are you RM bro? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you, Oh, I heard your song. And whatnot. And it's, and so it's like, what the fuck? I didn't know my shit got past my bedroom. Like, <laughs> you know, so how I mean? much, how much music do you have under uh Mexican specimen? Only one album, um, just the one on Spotify under the Mexican specimen. Okay, that's the only. Uh, I have two CDs that I put out, but that's the only one that's like fully mine. The first one was more of like me rapping on top of old beats that were previous songs, so like a mixtape. Gotcha. That one was the selfie was a complete uh, self-made album. Like I made everything on that thing. Other than the other than the art, the art my <clears throat> my friend JB Guilty did the art for that CD. And back then, people were like, I mean, people now are still selling CDs, but back then, uh, selling CDs was more relevant than it is now. So I needed a you know a back and front cover. So right, he did that. And on the cover, I just put a bunch of pictures of myself because it was called the selfie, the self expression self-educated whatever the hell you want to take it with but it was all done by myself so i just put a bunch of selfies of me and some of my daughters of my daughter i mean daughters i I got two (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean because because i put her on there because a lot of a lot of the influence that i had at that day was her like she was driving me to better myself and in that cd there's a lot of songs where i talk about myself a lot 
it's like if you listen to that CD, there's a lot of like emotion in that shit, which is why I don't like to put it out or let people see it because you know some of the, I don't feel that way now. So it's sometimes it's weird hearing those songs. That's more of a a personal. It captures the time in your life. Yeah, it captures it the time in your life, right? Yeah, it does. And and when you grow out of it, you kind of like fuck. What the fuck was I on? You know what I mean? <laughs> but but it's, but it's cool though because. <clears throat> As an artist, you have to learn that when you feel something, you have to express it because somebody else feels it, you know. But the backside to that is that once you get out of it and you no longer feel that way, sometimes you're like, man, I was a little wimp back then. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. All your all your selfie pictures are, have one tear on them? Nah. You have like a little tear on every <laughs> one of them? Tear is the music. Oh. So are, are <laughs> you deep. strictly RM now? That's that's the route you're taking. I, no more Mexican specimen. I am RM. Uh, that's that's my Instagram name. I like an I underscore M underscore RM. Because um, I, I, I RM brings it down to just the basics. You know, I'm just RM. I don't need to be nobody else. Nothing extra. Uh, <clears throat> but I do have other aliases that other people call me. <laughs> Tony's not Dakota. <laughs> Tony, South Dakota. Like I always pick these up. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> you, got, you got any more? Lay them out. What else? We cut you on the street. Like if I ask on the street, somebody I might be able to find you from a different name. Well, it depends on where you're at. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're out there <laughs> in New York somewhere, you might hear Tricky Rick. Tricky <laughs> Rick. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Depends on Slick who you're at. Slick Rick. It depends on who you ask. I wonder how many names you have. Well, I have legally. I have four. I'm not going to say them. Legally, legally, I have four. Wow. Yeah, Mexico. Like the, the woman doesn't have to uh, switch. I don't know if she has to here, but over there, not a lot of women uh, lose their last name. They just add it. <laughs> you know, they add, oh, the, yeah. they add the husband, so you end up with four. Right. So your three. woman name is what? <laughs> <laughs> My woman name. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you, bro. <laughs> RM, where are you Find from in Mexico? OnlyFans. Where am I from? Yeah. I'm from St. Barbara. That's how you would say it in English. Santa Barbara is how you say it in Spanish. Sounds but similar. It, but it's in Chihuahua. Yeah, it's in Chihuahua. It's, it's uh, a little south. It's about eight hours south of El Paso, straight down. Chihuahua, Chihuahua, like mountain area, very mountainy. Is Chihuahua the the province or state? The state, okay. State, and I live in you, Santa Barbara. Do you guys have like a like what's on your flag? Like a little dog? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I think it's a it's minor. A like a, oh, really? Yeah, because it's our that town. Like a twelve-year-old. No, like a, <laughs> like a like a gold digger. I gotcha. Oh, so it's a big butt. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that town's known for mining gold. That's cool. Yeah, I actually went down when I went last last time I went to Mexico. I actually went uh, down into the mine and we blew some dynamite. <laughs> Six. People came out with money. Everybody goes in the caves, comes out with money. As long as you blew. <laughs> I blew a minor, if you know what I mean. Nah, 
No, we blew, <laughs> he was eleven. We blew like four four sticks of dynamite under, which was a, <laughs> which was, a, was a crazy experience under in the cave. <laughs> I'm done, dude. <laughs> I blew four sticks of dynamite in a cave. You get me? Because I know like how you hip hop guys talk. You got slang for everything. <laughs> Four sticks of dynamite. That's uh, badass, dude. I wish I wish girls would talk like that. Next time I see you, I'll bring you a stick. No, 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 thanks, dude. I know that. Uh, like instead of saying that, uh, like a blow bang, like I blew four sticks of dynamite, bro, in a cave. Yeah, I'm a That's awesome. The flag dude. was a minor. <laughs> Epstein Island. Um, um, when you when you did this, were you below ground when you set off the dynamite? Yeah, they have a. Whoa. They have this tunnel that's supposedly designed to hold if anything breaks. Because you got to understand, we're not OSHA approved. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. We don't don't have a fucking electrical wire running 300 meters down. You know what I mean? So, like, throwing them like fire firecrackers. It's a fucking fuse. So, you only have a certain amount of time before. It blows, so you don't. You're not gonna make it up by the time that motherfucker goes off. So there's a designed tunnel that's like supported in case something does go down. That area supported. You just kind of gotta hope that you don't get buried under there. There's a lot of stories. Like I, I talked to my uncle, and there's a lot of stories about people dying. One of the reasons why my parents chose to move over here was because a lot of my my dad's friends died while he was working in the mines, and it it was just a reality that at any moment it could happen. And there's not a lot of opportunity over there to do anything else. So if you're working on the mine, you're pretty much, you got the job of the town. You know what I mean? Are you working for a company or are you just allowed to just go in? No, like there's companies, sneak your way there, in. there's companies that, yeah, that, there's companies that control certain mines. And then there's just mines all over in that mountain area where people have, you know, went in through cracks in the mountain and created a mine searching for gold. So there's this place is known to have gold. They found gold there. That's why there's mines everywhere. And that's the whole economy of that area. The area, everyone's pretty much digging for gold and selling it. And it's cool because we found gold and I got to see the whole, uh, process of finding it, grinding it, uh, get like there's a chemical mix that goes into it that makes it to where gold uh gets stuck to mercury so then you pick up the mercury you put it in like this bag it it looks more like a sock and then you twist it and then it squeezes out shit (laughs) (laughs) you know and then you get and then gold comes out (laughs) (laughs) they're just doing magic tricks dude magical place i gave you guys what you wanted to see no, that was pretty good. I just, I, I picture, yeah, right. <laughs> I picture like, uh, you guys are lighting these fuses like in a fucking cartoon. You guys like Looney Tunes. Does anybody ever like blow their blow their beak to the back of their head and they have to move oh, it to I the front? Heard, yeah, at first I was all for it because I was like, yeah, my uncle knows what he's doing. But now that I'm over here thinking about it, I'm like, what the fuck were we doing? You know, <laughs> that's a lot of powerful fucking stick, dude. Dude, it was loud. It was loud. Like you could you could feel the wind move like in and out of the tunnel. It was crazy. It was like it's an experience that you'll never forget. And my uncle tried to pay me because I was actually down there working like with him. 
and he tried to pay me because I was there pretty much the whole time I was down there. But to me, that whole experience of doing it was just, it was like, I won't get it anywhere else. So I was like, why are you going to try to pay me? Like, I, <laughs> right. I got to blow I, some shit up. I wanted to be here. Yeah. You got to he, squeeze gold through a sock. <laughs> <laughs> I got to squeeze. Yeah. And then, and it's cool because like, we also, some of the rocks that we gathered while we were under there, we had to bring them up in like, um, Big old sacks, I guess. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> this story is getting better and yeah, better. Yeah, dude, you like you set me up, but I'm just gonna let him ride. It, it was a big old, it was a big old bag full of rocks that we were, you know, bringing up. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, he ended up grinding half of it, and to make extra profit, he picked out other bags that he wanted to sell, and and other people buy those bags. So people that don't actually want to go down in the cave and get rock, they pay people to do that for them and then they just buy that rock and, and they then, and they process it and they process it but it's kind of one of those things where it's like you never know if you're going to get anything or not but i, I kind of a good deal but, but actually experiencing it with my uncle and actually going down and getting it it's the best advantage like i would if i was down there and i had to do that i would never buy from anybody i would just go down there and dig it myself. Right, because you're choosing the best bags. Yeah, because as soon as you hit a spot, you know where you hit it, and you're like, that's where I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to just dig bags from this other spot for this other guy. <laughs> you know what that's I mean? That's legit. That's legit. <laughs> that's the type Some of risk shit. and reward. Yeah, man. It's like, it's it's cool, bro. It's just cool being, you feel free. You really have a sense of freedom, but at the same time, there's a sense of danger, too, because you're so free. So well, you have you, alive. you have a lot of family still in Chihuahua. Uh, my mom's family, most of her, most of my mom's family. Well, yeah, a lot of my dad's and mom's, uh, uncles and stuff like that. Some brothers, not a, most of their brothers are over here already, but they do still have some uncles and older brothers down there. What's the? Uh, I'm just curious. Um, what's the? the living conditions in, in Santa Barbara or Chihuahua when you visited, because obviously when you, you were born there, right? Yeah. But you, you moved out. Um, you probably don't remember as a child. I maybe remember, you do. I do remember. I do have memories. They're, 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 they're little memories, but they're very vivid memories. And, and, and what's, what would you say the living conditions are there? Are, I mean, are they, Man, to be, happy? to be honest, uh, if I was to move there now, condi- living conditions would be hard. But if I was to grow up there, living conditions wouldn't be hard because you just you just you learn how to adjust to it. And that's you don't expect more than what's there. So you just you you live stressed just like we live here stressed. But in a different time, in a different spot, because growing up. Growing up, I don't remember being stressed as a kid. Obviously, we were kids. You know what I mean? But as far as like, I took a shower in buckets sometimes. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't remember complaining about that. That was Right. That's what you guys knew. So it was no big deal. Yeah, that was normal to me. That's how we took a shower. But if I go there now and try to fit in a bucket, I'm not going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to like it. You know what I mean, though. Like it now, I'm so used to this type of living, having you know, fucking carpet 
I'm used to having AC. I'm not used to having to turn on a freaking or go light fire just to go take a shower. Like that's that's the conditions that people are living there now. Is is it? It's it's still primitive, kind of. Is it? Um, since it's a mountain town, um, what's the weather like? Is it real warm all the time, or is it like uh, here if you're up in the mountains, it gets cold at night and stuff like that? It's warm for the most part. Uh, I know it gets cold. It does get cold, obviously. Uh, it's it, if it's harder over there because there's like I said, there's no AC or your heat comes from burning wood chimneys and shit like that. Um, but not a lot of snow stays over there in the bottom parts of like mountains, mountain tops, you know, obviously. But I don't. I grow like when I was younger. I don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of snow. I remember seeing snow fall, but I would never see it collect. And then, and if it did collect, it didn't last long at all. By the next morning, it was gone. Right, your uncle bagged it up and sold it to somebody. <laughs> but I, but I don't remember extreme cold days like like here, to where you can't be outside for too long. I don't remember those. Yeah, you live in you live in a place right now where the winters are pretty brutal. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty it gets cold cold. Like we get negative sometimes. I'm not, I'm not, I like cold weather, but I'm not with that negative shit. A hundred percent agree on that. You uh, you were telling me didn't wasn't there a story you, t- you were telling me about staying like the nighttime in the mountains, like a camping or something? Yeah, no, I, I wanted to. Uh, I, I eventually want to go back <clears throat> because I want to. My uncle goes hunting, and he'll go hunting for two to three weeks at a time. And they'll just stay in the mountains out in the wild for those three weeks. And he'll survive off what he kills and stuff like that. So it's like a very, hold on. <clears throat> it's like very nature type of living type of crap, you know? Yeah. He's like a survivor, man. Yeah. Live, so living he, off the land. Yeah. So like, I noticed that I, that it, when I was down there, I noticed that it like, it brought something out of me that I don't really need over here you know because i'm here i'm like protected i got a house fucking cops are out i don't have to worry about if people act stupid they're gonna get caught you know what i mean and over over there you don't have that you kind of have to watch yourself more i think that's why i think that's why people learn manners earlier is because they know like there's hard consequences to not following or not doing what's right Cause there's not as protected. It's not, there's not, there's not a, like, there's no police cars running around passing by none of that shit. Most of the issues get resolved within each other until people realize that like, are we going to go that far? Or are we going to stop here? Right. You know We're I mean? spoiled here. Probably more of a community well, policing not, there, right? It's yes. It, but it's like, you can't, it, there's no right way to do it. Me, me and me and uh, my homie George, like we, we've already had this conversation and we've thought about both ways because he comes from Africa and he kind of, the reason me and him, me and him relate is because we kind of have the same backstory and Africa is kind of the same way. And to be honest, there's, there's, there's a really thin line in between where there's a mixture of freedom and then patrolling. And it's really hard to have the perfect balance. You know what I mean? Because when you don't have patrolling and you let the community take care of it, shit can get wild. Because, you know, like that's how people end up getting 
killed with machetes and stuff in like Dominican Republic and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Is there, is there cartel involved um, like in Chihuahua that you knew uh, of? I, I'm sure. Careful what you say, bro. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I feel like nobody really knows who's connected with who, but er, you know, everyone has a family member that has a family member. Right. And even even people that aren't connected are connected some way because, you know, when shit goes down, they look at that family tree and they're going to try to figure out who's most important to try to get what they need. So you really never know. I just know that there is there is drug routes out on the mountains. Uh, You can tell where there's there's pit stops where people stop and patrol those areas when there's I'm sure when there's shipment passing by you know what i mean yeah it'd be scary man i like the uh the family the family stuff they all have like the cartel they're all separated by about six degrees so it's like a kevin bacon thing (laughs) where you're all like you're like six moves from a cartel member right yeah i don't know i didn't when i was down there i was i had that in my head because uh you know, you go, to Me- you go to Mexico and you're like, fuck, this is where it's at. We got to be careful. And I'm going to be honest. I, it was about it was about 20-something years that I hadn't gone back. So my first time going back after seeing Mexico through the news eyes, it was kind of scary going over there. And I was fucking – I was nervous. And as soon as I crossed over to, uh, to Juarez from El Paso, like the whole fucking thing shifted. You know, the whole the, – the whole nice and uh, – like the nice community drives and the Walmarts and targets and paved roads, that whole thing changed as soon as I passed El Paso into Juarez. And then you start getting into like this just rugged uh, and then poverty hits. That's the, and then you really feel like, okay, this is poverty. This is real poverty. You know what I mean? So then, you drove, you drove the whole yeah, way. We, we drove the whole way. Wow. So you like, you feel the whole change. You start seeing, you start seeing how serious the war is down there because you're, you're seeing border patrol with AK-47s just sitting there stopping every car and at random anybody can get stopped, you know. <clears throat> but just to see the cops to be armed that heavily makes you realize that they have a threat that that's, that's that heavy to where they have to always carry that. Yeah, I've never been to actual like Mexico, Mexico. I've been to like Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. The bitch Mexico, right? Yeah, and I, I imagine they have their situations. But uh, when we first saw the armed guys riding in the back of a Ford Lobo, which is a Ford F one fifty or something, but I thought that was the coolest fucking name of a truck. It was a Ford Lobo. Uh, but they were riding on the back like military members. Like, oh, that that kind of military or um, policing you would take seriously. They were just standing there, like, I can I go to the bathroom? Like, yeah, come on in. Like, all right, I don't. You gonna shoot me? <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable because they're so they're strapped to death. Yeah, black jacketed. Yeah, my even you know even my uncle told me down there when I was down there. He said, "Don't don't go by yourself because they know you're you're an outsider." So, like, just people are watching you over there, and and if you represent money or show like you have money, you're an automatic target. Oh. Uh. You know. So you weren't scared like when a rent do you have a rental car or a regular car? <clears throat> no, we took my dad's truck. Uh and it's it was a truck that blended in. <laughs> right. It had three three tires on it. Yeah. Right. Three tires on it. A ladder. There was a ladder. 
it blend it, it blended it wasn't we weren't like you know we 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 thought about renting a car but then there's there's that we didn't know how what we were going into so we decided to take his truck but yeah but they, they'll hustle you they'll hustle you out there bro if you don't know like how the pesos work and shit they'll fucking sell you a coke for tri- triple the price if they can't right it's seven dollars you didn't even know it <laughs> exactly yeah like, there's one guy i paid for tacos for the whole family and i ended up giving him like a 50 dollar bill and to me it sounded i paid for like six people so to me a 50 dollar bill was like kind of around that range i was like yeah that feels right right you know what i mean and i left and my my aunt was like how much money did you give him like 50 bucks she's like he owes you money and i was like does he this, he ended up owing me like right. 30, 30 something. He just bought 1,000 tacos. <laughs> right. He just, like, he just shut down the taco place like, we're rich, bitch. He fucking ran to his house. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't know. But she she was like, don't don't let these fools. She told me to take my cousin with me everywhere I went because I didn't know. And they were all going to try to take advantage of me. Well, I mean, even that, I mean, if you had something you're willing to pay for, like, hey, I would pay this at home. I expect this to be the price. Then I mean, we're really not right. getting over on no, us either, just I, because we're not paying I, their prices. Yeah, and I kind of low key thought about that when he didn't give me any response or nothing about change or nothing. Mm-hmm. I was already willing to pay that. You know what I mean for for what we got. But the fact that he didn't, he tried to sneak it when my aunt came over there and got the money back. I was just like, "Bitch, I'm gonna take it for that reason." <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I like then, your aunt. Your aunt came over and was like, "Give him his money. He's stupid. Right, give him his forty-five dollars back. <laughs> yeah, give him forty-seven dollars back." Yeah, she came in there. Hard. It was a thirty-six tacos. How many tacos did you get? I don't know. I I paid for like six people. I think an order. Was, I think an order was like six tacos plus drinks. Oh, you, you thought that's fifty dollars, bro? You know, a taco here's like one fifty. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you got six tacos, bro, that's like eight dollars. Yeah. All right. All so, right. Well, so, I, I want to so, sell you some stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's cool. Man. At least, like, I, I'm kind of the same way, and I, ex- I'm willing to kind of help out a little bit as well. I, I don't want to be taken advantage of. I want to do it on my own choice. Right. But if I'm willing to pay twenty, thirty dollars back home, and just because I can get it for six dollars. I ain't throw him a twenty, no, but the fact that like you you gave him a fifty, and he just looked at you and you're like, I guess that I paid for it exactly on accident, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do I do think uh, RM I do think it's cool that you have that that kind of double identity um, where you have that experience of being from Mexico, where uh, even though you were real young when you came to the United States, but you get to go back and experience, um, you know, your heritage and stuff like that. So I think that's cool. Cause I don't, I don't get to do that. I'm from everywhere, you know, I'm from America, but my I'm background from is from, from, from a bunch of, you know, my ancestors are from a bunch of different places. So I really don't identify with anything else besides the United States. So I mean, really, you never took a trip out any two of those places. Oh no, like Russia and Germany and uh, no, I have no interest in going to those places Jesus, at I all. The whitest, the white places. <laughs> hey, they're just super white, like they glow I just white. Immediately saw Nazi shit. <laughs> Me too, dude. Me too. 
Yeah. Said, you know where they don't. They're just extra white, if you know what I mean. I'm forty. I'm like forty five percent British, so I like have no interest in going any of those. Right, fifty five percent Nazi. <laughs> like the fact that he could get the n bomb dropped on here illegally, like to, to sneak one in. That was that was for the story. Guy. That was specifically <laughs> for the story. Right. I'm gonna send you the text that he sends me later of him. Like, can you believe I got to say it? <laughs> So, uh, I was but just was. complimenting. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> You're complimenting the guy. Complimenting RM, and it turned into I'm a Nazi. Yeah, and we were we we're kidding, buddy. We we're kidding. Oh, it's just like you, but you went. You said like Russia. <laughs> we're kind of being racist by saying that, right? But it's just funny that like you In thought Germany. of the whitest places. Yeah. What about? No, what about it's a you? unique experience. That it is cool. Um, that you have both sides. I don't. You know, I don't get to. I don't get to. Ha- yeah, you get both sides. You get. You have, you can be proud of that, that you're from, you know, uh, Chihuahua, uh, Santa Barbara, and you get to say, you still have family there. I don't know how to say uh, Santa Barbara. There Uh, you go. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Say in Russian. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is cool that you have that. I agree. Um, It'd be, when you go there, are you, you look like you're out of place. I mean, do you try to change your style at all? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I look like I'm out of place. Um, I feel out of place. I feel American. When well, yeah, I'm Bruno there. Mars isn't from Mexico. Yeah, what is Bruno? They're gonna be a concert here. Twenty four karat magic. Oh my god, in a fucking gold mining town. <laughs> yeah, that should be badass, dude. You just yeah. come out singing that. You put your pinky in the air. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nah. Honestly, uh, the, f- the first time I ever felt American was when I went to Mexico. That's crazy, because when you're here, you feel opposite. I feel Mexican. I'm the Mexican. Yeah. But when I go to Mexico, so I'm an American. I'm like, what the fuck? So you don't feel like 100% anywhere. Yeah, you don't ever, because you're not all of one. Right. And not all of the others, you're just kind of in between. So you're just kind of, ugh. <laughs> you right. Know? How, uh, what about G? Um, the other counterpart to your podcast. I mean, is it how long have you? When how long? When did you guys come here? Like what ages? Same age, five. Really, uh, ninety five. Interesting. 96. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. Like I said, like G wasn't the type of dude that I thought that I would like have any like re- relation to. And it when we when we met and we started talking, and he told me about his history with. You know, being from Africa, I understood why we had a di- the same type of perspective. And it was interesting to me knowing that that was a possibility. You know I what I mean? I thought you guys were talking about the other G. I'm, I'm confused. No, from the podcast. Oh, oh yes. Okay. I got you now. No, yeah. you. Ch- Chachi is not from Africa. Right. <laughs> um it would be cool, though. I mean, I think some of those stories that actually do pretty well on your podcast. It's very interesting to hear. We could sit here and listen to you tell stories about down there all day. For us, it's super interesting. Yeah, for sure. No, there's there's a lot of stories happening here now, too. You oh, know, I imagine. There's a lot of eyes on the U.S. right now and all the things that are happening. So there's a lot of stories from here, too. We're just living them, you know? Yeah, we have to wait till they pass to actually reminisce about them or... 
look at him with a different view. I'll be no reminiscing. Right. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, dude. I was like, I chose the wrong word. And I was like, is anybody going to catch me on that? Reminisce. Let's reminisce you know, about like, that. We just look at this guy and you're like, I remember the day <laughs> when everyone hated everybody and you had to wear a mask. Don't you love those days? I mean, I miss those days. Everybody's getting along now. Fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, it's going it's crazy right now. It's insane. It is definitely crazy. But even time even, that I can't ever remember. Yeah. It's a repeat. I feel like it's repeating, man. Like I was watching a documentary on Netflix uh about California in 1992 oh, with Rodney King. Uh yeah, and like <clears throat> it watching that documentary and seeing the videos that were they were playing during that documentary looked a lot of like the crap that's happening now. You know, and it, some of it was worse. Some of it was, was there was some bad stuff. There were, yeah, like there was there was some really bad stuff that happened back then in, in that time, and I'm like it makes you realize that you know history is repeating itself, but it could get worse if if we don't find a solution. It's it it's crazy. That, like I don't know if it went. Did it go as nationwide? Yeah. As far as I don't think well, when no, Rodney LA King went, was, that was more L.A. Right? It was definitely L.A. Well, and then it was a whole different time zone too. Like we no didn't social social. Media. So the news didn't reach as far as it does now. Back then, you know, <clears throat> right? Everything's instantaneous now. Yeah, the thing if is, something happens, it's instantaneous. There's less control now over news because I could, you know, I could record something that happens and then it goes boom, just like that. Apart from back then, news outlets were the ones that had control over what they broadcasted, and nowadays anybody could really put something out and it blows. Right. I think also it's um, <clears throat> people want to be a part of something more. So I think some of these people aren't even really interested in the whole situation. They just want to be able to put it on their timeline or put it on their social and act like they're part of something. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I they want to do something crazy to go viral. Right, and I, you know, some of those people are still caught in the COVID mentality. They probably were victims of the COVID uh outbreak or whatever and, and the shutdowns that they never ended up getting a job. So they're out there with no job, nothing, and they're protesting in these protests with, with that behind them. You know what I mean? Because like <clears throat> I got lucky. I, I wasn't employed during the COVID thing, but I, I I got lucky that I landed a job. It just got postponed. You know what I mean? But if I wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have called me back and, and gave me the position and I would have ended up having to take whatever the fuck job I took. I would have probably been in a bad mental state. And then I, I could have probably used that escape to just go at the government. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're definitely getting their frustration out on it. I think also they just have the time. There's no, what else are they going to do? Exactly. Yeah, like I just seen the protest go down here in Kansas City at 6 o'clock. And I was barely coming home. I was like, damn, how do people get out there so early? <laughs> you know it's like an event right yeah no it's it's hard it's hard to pick and choose a side it's hard to like say i'm gonna support this i'm gonna support that because like you don't know everything has its own case and has to be studied independently and you know what i mean some of the i think some of the looting is bad i don't think tearing down people's businesses is a fucking good thing to do i don't think they deserve that you know what I mean? No. They, have no, they have no hand in it. I also don't. Uh, I don't think that there's a more black men being killed for nothing. You know what I mean? Or just for resisting? 
quote unquote. But then there's mm-hmm. there's fucking kids shooting down schools, multiple bodies, and they're you know they're fucking they're why don't they shoot those kids? It just like it it just I feel like some cops are intimidated by certain personas. And I feel like they come they don't come from places like that. So when they're patrolling places like that, they don't know how to respond. So they respond because they're in danger, because everything that gets a little past their limit is dangerous because they're not used to that type until they become cops, until they have bodies under them. And then they start to get used to that shit. I think some of it is like profiling is terrible, right? But also they're, they do it for a reason. I mean, if I see a tiger, I'm going to be nervous. So if they're in certain situations in certain areas, they're going to kind of like right. say, but Hey, it, this it, might happen to me, but they could be wrong. That tiger could be very perfect. Like a nice tiger. But it's because they're not a part nice of the environment. Tiger. <laughs> it's because they're not part of that environment. That's yeah, why they don't I'm, understand it. They don't understand it. If you're part of that environment, you know that it's a tiger, but if you don't fuck with it, it might let you pass. Right, you know, but somebody that doesn't is going to immediately stop, dead stop at an end, look at the tiger straight in the eye, and then that tiger's going to be like, "Oh, what the fuck?" You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, and any t- if that mo- tiger moves at all, that other person's probably going oh, to attack tiger to protect itself. Yeah, like are we talking about the Tiger King, <laughs> <laughs> the Noodle King? Welcome to the podcast, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right? Smart. Yeah, we're getting a little deep, a little uh, too serious at the moment. That's. That's not our podcast at all. No, and I don't want to. <laughs> we are very afraid of that. You know, TK knows how I hate politics. Right. Oh, I do, gosh, too. Yeah. I, I do. I hate politics, too, man. You know what I mean? But it's a reality. That is We're true. stuck in it. We're stuck. We with are it stuck. In, we're reality. stuck with it. And it's in your face 24-7. Exactly. So you kind of even if you don't agree with both sides, you just have to look for what's right. You know, and just. Even though Live your life the right way. Yeah, you have to look for what's right. And sometimes there's no gain by choosing what's right. Sometimes you're going to have to choose the losing team. But mm-hmm. as long as you know that you're doing right, it's always going to be beneficial in the future. For you, for your kids, for your pe- the people around you, the choices you make, if you make them for the right thing, even if you choose the losing thing, in the long run, your family is going to benefit from it. I feel, That's the way I feel. It's <clears throat> a good outlook. Yeah, uh, raise your kids the way you know is right. Just do the right thing. Do the right right thing more than raise your kids to know what's right, because there's some people there. (laughs) 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 A little scary to say that, dude. (laughs) Raise your kids how you think they should be raised. Well, Rose. To be, yes. Raise your kids to be the good people. Let's just say that. Right, accepting of Good all. people. If um, everyone's good, then we don't have to worry about all this shit. Well, no doubt. Right. In a, in a perfect world, anyway. I mean, we're always going to have issues. It's uh, never going to go away, go away. Yeah, never going to be good. We're human beings, imperfect, you know? Right. So this is the this is the kind of deep stuff that you can get on the ozone layer. Yeah, absolutely. Which this is very is interesting they, they stuff, by the way. For sure. I mean, we could... We don't get into it because we're scared of marginalizing anything, but you guys, um, well, the first one we listened to was actually very deep. Yeah. Um, you guys definitely kind of sit there and obviously it's a smoke session for one. I mean, I can hear it. Hey, first of all, in the music. Uh, My favorite part was the the beginning. You guys were, were talking about what you guys were drinking and smoking. I like that. In the sea. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because my homie George was a, 
he said something on there he didn't he regret saying and it happens on the podcast you know what i mean no and doubt like yeah, I, just, I said the n-word so yeah i know yeah. what you mean <laughs> yeah we'll end up we'll beep it out bro he said uh he said that that Bucanas was like a layer under Henny, and and he 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 didn't mean it in like a Henny's better than Bucana, like you know, right. like a racial thing. But he he kind of pictured it like, oh, is that a racial thing? No, because was, he was making yeah. it sound like Hennessy's a, a more of a black better. drink, or right? Yeah, yeah. But at the but then again, later when he was explaining what Henny's for him and what it does for him, I was like, you know what? That's for me. That's tequila. Tequila is a Mexican Hennessy. You know what I mean? They have the same, that like, that's just, that's what Mexicans have is tequila. Bucana is, is, is something new that just came out for our culture. And it's not even a Mexican drink. It's just, it's a Scottish. I don't know what the fuck it is. I can get the bottle. Hold mm-hmm. on. Bottle. We can look it up. If you can give us, is it called that or is it called something else? It's called Bucana. It's, it's a whiskey though, basically. It's a whiskey. Here, I'll, let me get the bottle. Spell Buchana. <clears throat> have you looked it up? Have you looked it up, Noodles? Buchan- no. Buchana's Deluxe. So they have two. They have. Damn, I, I, they got to sponsor me here. <laughs> <laughs> or us, either way. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah or whoever. Let's all bring. Yeah, bring the money. <laughs> yeah. So they have two. That it's called Buchana's Deluxe. They have the twelve years and the eighteen years. Is it Scotch? And it's um. Uh, on. This is Buchanan's or Buchanan's. Buchanan's. Are you looking at it? It's a whiskey. I'm I'm it's trying, man, but I, all I'm getting is Buchanan, Buchanan with an N at the end. It's blended Scotch whiskey. Scotch all right. whiskey. Yeah. Wow, you're drinking Scotch, bro. You're fucking where, fine. Where is it from? Where is it bottled? Um, it's bottled. <laughs> Let me look at the Wikipedia. I'll try to help you out here, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't look at tags that much. Right. It's not about who makes it. Noodles. You just drink it. Oh. <laughs> I should racist. be looking at more. I need to get into I don't drink that much. To be honest, I'm not I don't I'm not like an alcohol seeker. Okay. I just know what I can tolerate and then I drink it. You're not chemically intolerant. Bottled in Scotland. Over there in Noodles. Scotland. Right, exactly. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it's owned by, oh, you'd like this, Noodles. Diageo. Diageo. Oh, Aquadigio. It's a D-I-A-G-E-O. Aquadigio? Aquadigio nuts. nuts. Boom. Aquadigio nuts. Uh, no, I haven't. I've never had that. I've never even heard of it. It looks good. I'm not. I've never. I don't think I've ever had scotch. You drink? Huh? I drink. I mean, he's I would a tequila. Be he's a tequila guy. Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm a notch above your fucking bucana as well. Well, if you drink your bucana, is one layer under me, bro. <laughs> I believe that. Like, I'll, I'll. I'll say tequila is a layer over bucana any day. As far as drink, as far as like how it gets you fucked up. No, it's just kind of like quality. Bucana's Mexican. I mean, Bucana tequila's Mexican. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna defend it. <laughs> <laughs> I love tequila. I actually um I do a lot of energy drinks and tequila, but I, I'll mix tequila with almost anything, or just do shooters, and I'll just do shots of it. I, I love just tequila. do shots. I do shots of tequila. Yeah, I love tequila. I think tequila is the one that I can drink 
the most shots before I start to like want to puke. Cause like Hennessy, I could take two shots and on the second one, I'm like about to barf. Are you uh are you uh silver or gold? Silver. Me too. Gold's a little much, man, as far as the taste. Silver's real smooth if you get a good enough kind. Yeah. Yeah, Patron. Patron's really good. Uh there's one that Sammy Hagar makes that I love. Can't think of the name of it. Which one? Hold on, I'm gonna tell you in a minute. Sammy Hagar tequila. I can't believe I don't know it. It's upstairs. Cabo Wabo. Cabo Cabo Wabo. Wabo. The silver is it's like you're drinking nothing. You can drink so much of it. Of what? I mean, not drinking nothing. I mean, you tequila. Get up. Cabo Wabo tequila. Cabo um, Wabo tequila. It's 100% blue agave. Gotcha. Uh, so, I don't know. The first time I drank that, I was pretty stoked. I was actually in Mexico. I might be biased just because, like, this is a fun trip. I'm like a white girl. <laughs> this like is a the, great time. You like all the panties hang, hanging up on the bar? Yeah, dude. Have you been there? Yeah, of course. Panties? They got panties sitting on the bar. Yeah, Sammy Hagar used to. He used to be in. Well, he had. A, he was his own singer. He was in Van Halen. But he was in Van Halen when they saw Wobble Wobble. Yeah, I hope they're not like all the C A B O to all the women that get caught in the like, trafficking. <laughs> just, like throw the underwear yeah. up there. That's, That's what the panties up. are from. That's what be fucked up. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a fun time with her. When I was there, uh, I know I saw our cartel, our cartel yacht. It's going to be a long time before I can go to Mexico on a vacation. Because if it was guilty going down there to like a resort and not going to go see your family. You know? <laughs> 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 like it feels- it's fun. It's cheap right now. No, I know. I, 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 yeah, flights are cheaper right now. Yeah, you can get anywhere for a dollar fifty. It's it's a uh, it's pretty amazing down there. I saw a yacht that had two speedboats behind it and a helicopter on it, and it looked like the yacht went a thousand miles an hour. It was huge, Holy and shit. it was space age. Were they? And I was, were they, I was like, they have submarines on that bitch, and they travel. Yeah. The last time I was there, there was you know how the ships will come in different uh, different uh, brands of ships will come ships. in. Yeah, we we were cruising with this one. It was a princess cruise line, but it was filled with just gay people. That was the one you were on. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be a that a joke, dude. I thought that's what you were saying. No, but they would that 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 cruise line cruised stopped at all the ports we did i was on we were on uh, uh whatever carnival or whatever uh but yeah i just remember get, landing in cabo and then bo- getting off um the, you know i think they had to because i think you can't in cabo you the ship is out a little bit they don't park right up to the uh, pier and they shuttle you in in boats and right. then uh in i just remember surprisingly enough yes in ferry <laughs> fairies i just remember getting off the boat and like seeing like guys in like cut off short short jeans and stuff it was bizarre that's what right, i can see that. yeah i can see him biting like you know like uh on a show like you're like ah and you bite your fist that was you when you got out of like, ah so many burn so many wet slippery bodies <laughs> it was, it was oh. weird is it, is, oh, it, man. Is, it, is it tropical there like is it real tropical or no 
No, it's Cabo's kind of, more it's, it's dry. Very California, very California, right? Yeah, Cabo's more dry. Sand? Is it gray sand or is it white sand? White Hard, sand. Gray sand. Sorry, gray sand. It's white. <laughs> it's white sand. Ricky's colorblind. That's cool, dude. Yeah, no, it's because I was I was looking at gray tortillas the other day, and I was <laughs> wondering how the hell they made gray tortillas. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> those are just pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at a show on Netflix. And, uh, he was at Office Depot. <laughs> He's high as fuck. Like these tortillas are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that's a folder. <laughs> Trying to get a kilo of tortillas, bro. Right. <laughs> uh, this meat isn't good either. That's shredded paper. How high yeah. are you? Yeah. Great tortillas. I, I got into I got into like food a lot since I came back. Well, I think it started while I was yeah. Trying. Since you came back, sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw you eat a whole fucking a whole family of like sea creatures. Yeah, seafood, my thing, bro. No, but as far as cooking it, like I've always, oh. I've always liked eating food. But as far as making, <laughs> as far as making food, I, I think I got it. I got into it while I was traveling because I had to, you know, we had to cook on in hotels. So I got into like chefing shit up. Yeah, what what do you what's your what's your uh, specialty? Like, what do you make the best? Where people are like, that's what I'm making for people. They're gonna love it. Uh. What what do you think is your dish? Uh, you have to give it to Ramsey. It my dish. The, well, right now, great tortillas. Right now, my sides. I think my sides are, are are my best thing because the main dish. I don't really cook in the kitchen. I like grilling. So that with the type of grill I have, it kind of limits me to what I can do. So I I stick to the basics. You know, so the main dish would be a steak. It's not if you fuck up a steak. Get the fuck out of the grill, like you know what I mean. It's hard to fuck up a steak, so oh, you can overcook it for yeah, sure. Yeah, you can, you can, but it's it's like it's very difficult still. You really yeah, don't. Steaks are good almost always. You have to have no sense of like what a steak needs to look like to be able to eat it. If you fuck up a steak, you know what I mean. Fair. So, like my sides, I think are my most. uh my girl really likes my the broccoli I make, the asparagus, because I make them on the grill on a cast iron pan, and I cook them slow on uh, not direct heat, so it, so it, so it can get that whole smoky flavor of whatever else is cooking in there. You know what I mean? So, so those always end up coming out very unique tasting compared to every, all, all the other things. And I never thought like vegetables were gonna be something that I like cooking the most. <laughs> So right now, like I'm trying to dive into more. Yeah, he'll cook them; he just won't eat them. Yeah, <laughs> right. These are for you. Yeah. Give me another steak. I've been trying to get into more of like grilling vegetables and see what I can do with vegetables. Okay, so you like grilling a lot? I like grilling. Yeah, it's like primitive. It brings me back to like that feel that I had when I was with my uncle in Mexico. Right. You know? Do you do you uh, like put on like a loincloth and just go outside shirtless no pants and like ooh and like you fucking just uh oh, fire ah. just what's the shit. Ooh. fire I don't know yeah. I tried to stop that I, 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 I started doing that but I got a rash from the thong it was hard to <laughs> oh there's a thong involved 
Yeah, dude. He's going primal. Primal, bro. Primitive. <laughs> no cavemen wore thongs. You never. You don't really think about how much <laughs> sexy cavemen. <laughs> how much what? How much squatting you had to do when you, <laughs> right. when you were cooking. You RM know? is a butt man, so the thong makes <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? When you got to rest your cheek on your fucking knees while you're pooping. Um, you might sit on a hot rock one time. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, do you have any? So we were actually talking about fast food fusion. We were talking about that yesterday, right, Noodles? So we live on the road a lot, so we eat fast food or just something, right? We we eat restaurants and cook stuff as well. But do you have any mashups or anything you do with a like a uh, like a fast food that would be different? I know you liked the salsa with from McDonald's salsa with fries. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like we're talking mashups. Like I went to Bur- or Burger King and got their wing or wings nuggets. And then I went to B Dubs and got their sauces, and I had like some real cheap ass fucking B Dubs tasting chicken. I've never really done that. Dude. I've no never really, I've never mashed up different. I don't eat. I try to not eat fast food as much as I can, and it's it's only because it fucks up my stomach. So when when it comes to fast food, like I don't. The reason probably the reason why I haven't done it is because I don't, I just don't like going to fast food places. Literally, if I do it, it's because everything else is closed and I ain't trying to cook. <laughs> okay, so you're eating, you're you're trying to eat more fancy. Uh, well, not even that, just at home. You're trying to cook everything at home if possible. Yeah, I'm trying to cook more at home, but I'm also just trying to get better quality meals. Because I, I noticed, like, like I said, the reason I don't eat fast food is because, like, McDonald's burgers fuck me up, like, on the next day. Like I feel it the next day compared to if I go to a restaurant and need something there, I'm not going to feel like shit the next day. I might have to take a dump, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not going to feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It might run through you, but at least you're going to feel okay afterwards. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have like a, I'm not going to feel sluggish, you know, that, cause I feel like fast food does that to me. It makes me feel more sluggish. I don't feel as like as energized as, as I should. Well, uh, TK, that fucked your whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really work, does it? So <laughs> I, uh, if I eat McDonald's, it's like a cleanse. Really? Yeah, because I have to go shit immediately. <laughs> like, as soon as I eat it, like uh, I should just eat it on the toilet. Does anyone here eat fries with mayonnaise? I have. I have before. I, I I'm not opposed to it. I eat beans with mayonnaise. Really? Yeah, I know it's weird. It's weird. I know my girl thinks the same shit, and I can't. Do you cook it in? Man, I'm gonna tell you another Mexico story. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Sometimes all you have is mayonnaise and beans, and you gotta figure that shit out. I'm gonna tell you a I'm gonna tell you a poor food of a white guy as well. <laughs> no, listen. This, so. When I went back, my, my uncle has a neighbor that, who lives in front, and this kid, he's my age. Um, he, I, I knew him when I was little. He was one of my friends in school. And <clears throat> he was telling me a story about one time when he, this kid used to live on the river. Like his house was literally something, something that they, <laughs> don't fucking laugh, bro. This is serious. Their, their house was something that they literally built off like in the dirt into the river. So, they weren't, they weren't, yeah, they weren't very, 
they didn't have much, you know what I mean? And one time my dad bought me a bike and I gave him my old one and he was telling me that story and he's like, man, that meant a lot to me back then. I remember that's cool. I wanted to bike a lot. He's like, and you guys gave me my first bike. <clears throat> and you know, that night we were just talking and it was crazy 20 years later for him to, to, for, for, for them to recognize me, but me not recognize them. I knew their names, but I didn't know what they looked like. And my cousin would, he would bring me up to them and be like, Hey, do you remember who this was? Or who this is, and they'd look at me like, "Yeah, that's Ricky." What the fuck? Where you been? You know what I mean? It was it was crazy. But anyways, he told me, "He's like, hey, come over tonight. Uh, we're gonna have some beans." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, uh just beans? <laughs> <laughs> Not chili, just beans." Just right, beans? Do you have any gray tortillas? You know, that was my thought. I was like, "Just beans, beans." Excuse me, aside. You know, just but beans. I, but anyways, man, late, later that night, he called me over. He whistled at me. <laughs> 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 he whistled at me. Oh, my God. That's how you communicate in Mexico, bro. <laughs> right. that's, that's your cell phone? <laughs> yeah. So Hold on. Whistled. Someone's calling. Yeah, he... For real? No. That's, <laughs> not, that's like a cell phone in Mexico, bro. Everybody <laughs> got quiet. Everybody got quiet. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers think they're really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, he called me over. He whistled, and then my aunt was like, hey, I think he's calling you. I was like, all right, I'm coming over. So I came over, and his wife, man, I sat on the table, and, and she put this bowl. Right? On the table? Like, very well presented. <laughs> very well presented, bro, and these beans. It was just a bowl of beans, right? But then she served me a sauce. She served me this sauce that came with it, and then mayonnaise. And I'm like, and then she brought me the tortillas, and I was like, how the fuck do you eat this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? I'm used to just like regular refried beans. So what she's kind like, of beans were these? She's like, refried. refried but oh, they were okay. like, she mashed them and everything herself. So they weren't canned refried. They were picked and shit. So they were good. But, uh, but anyway, she's like, you have to put sauce in it. You put as much of sauce as you want. She's like, and you can add mayonnaise if you want. So I put the sauce in there, man, and I ate it with the tortilla, and it was, I don't know what she put in these beans. I'm sure there was probably some chorizo and other ingredients in there, but, like, it tasted like it didn't need anything else. It tasted like a meal. Like, I understood, I, when I bit into it, I understood why it was just beans, you know, and then, okay. she, and then, so she put mayonnaise on there. I tried it. I put, I put some on there, and then she had those jalapenos that you like, you know, the ones that come in a can. With the carrots and all that shit. So once you add all that together, it's like a mixture of flavors that just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> all I picture is you, they're just handing you a plate while you're sitting on their table. Like, uh, we sit on the chairs here. <laughs> yeah. The fucking Americans are weird. Yeah. No, so, it's cool. good. so that's when you first started doing it. Uh, no, I had already like, I stopped doing it. And when I went back, like, I remembered that I was like, whoa, I used to put mayonnaise in my beans. Like it brought me back because I did it growing up. But when I came over here, I for, I just stopped doing it. I forgot. Is this like homemade mayonnaise? No, just like. No, no. dude, they bought the mayonnaise. How do you make homemade yeah. mayonnaise? <laughs> well, yeah. what do you mean how? I don't know. But the, they made the beans. So I look, mean, it's just mush beans. Go ahead. I, sorry. I, I know how to make them a little bit, but basically like. I, I can't make them as good as her. I, I don't have the full recipe. I just know that there was chorizo in there and it's cooked in lard, not in oil. I don't know what the, probably the lard adds some type of flavor. I'm sure she had other shit in there that she probably added, 
but it's chorizo, lard, and, and then refried beans. And if you pick them and don't get them in the can, they're going to have a different taste, obviously. But so when you make them, how do you make them? Like that. That's how I make them. But I, just, I, I, but I do mine. I try to do shit on the grill. You know what I mean? So that's my next thing. Cause I already, I learned how to make them to kind of where they taste similar. Now I'm going to take it out of the kitchen and put it in the grill to see what the grill would add to it. You know what okay. I mean? So, so my equivalent to that growing up, cause I grew up very poor <laughs> is, uh, so this is my version of that. And theirs is way better. Uh, basically I would have a sandwich, like I would have bread. And we didn't have any meat. We'd be out of meat or something. We'd have chips or cheese. I had government cheese, like a big block of cheese or uh, and some mustard. And I would make that into a sandwich. I would make a lot of chip sandwiches. I used to do that, too, like chips. Sometimes we'd have a little slice of ham. And to fill it up, you just put a whole lot of chips on there. Actually, in high school, man, <laughs> I remember in not, in not even high school, middle school, we used to take the chicken patty from out from from the school lunch mm-hmm. and, buy, and buy a bag of uh, Cheetos, hot Cheetos. And we throw the chicken patty in there and just shake it for like three minutes. And then you'd come out with a spicy chicken. patty. <laughs> 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 and then to top it off, you would put the fucking chips in there in that bitch. It was a fucking, it was bomb, bro. It was good. Yeah. Have was, you tried it since? Have you tried it since? Uh, it's been a long time, but I remember it was like jailhouse food, and you was, we was mixing some shit. That is that is a that is a mashup right there. Yeah, that is. There a is. There's your mashup, dude. So I guess I have one. I didn't even know it. You guys yeah, you didn't a couple. Eat, you guys didn't eat chili mac as grown up. Man, no, I don't chili. I could get both. I could get one. I could get the other. I couldn't chili, get both. Chili. We don't have chili, bro. Ours is chile, and chile is like pepper. <laughs> you guys, I'm, I, okay, I, not when you were in Mexico, but when you came over to America, you guys didn't have like like Kraft macaroni and cheese and a can of chili. And you combine them. No, now it sounds good and bad at the same time. It is. It's the best. It's very poor people food. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you would know that for sure. The do you have you tried uh, like frying bologna? Yeah, yeah. I just did that the other day. My goodness. <laughs> She was talking shit because it was like 12 o'clock at night. I'm like, I ain't about to make this whole meal. But I want, I, we was watching the cooking show. That's where I fucked up. It was that it was 10 o'clock and I put on this cooking show and these motherfuckers are barbecuing shit. And I'm like, fuck, now nah, I want something. I need so, hot bologna. Yeah, I was like, nah, I need, I need something to crave this like craving that I have for for something for cooked meat. You know what I mean? Right. right. I was like, fuck it. I'm going go, <laughs> to go cook some bologna and some turkey breast or something. Fried spam. It's another. What'd good you one. put it on? I've never had spam ever. Me neither. What's it taste like? It has its own unique flavor, but it's 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 it kind like of a spam. It's kind of like a fried bologna, but but much different because it's pork product. But uh, Hawaiians, uh, they they cook everything with spam. It's insane. Like they yeah, have weird. Um, they it's really them. good. I, I I don't know how to explain it. You just have to try it. Another thing we used to make is that we would put, uh, we'd cook hot dogs and we'd put tortillas like in a pan and brown them or like, you know, cook them up a little bit and then put the hot dogs in the tortilla. Yeah. Hey, that's fire, bro. We used to do that shit with hot links. <laughs> with sausage? Salsa in there. That's a taco, bro. It was a sausage taco. I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think the tortilla 
uh, if was developed because of that, because like people were out in campfires and shit and there was no plates, you know what I mean? So they made a bread that could represent like a plate and that you could eat it. So they would Maybe. stuff, they would stuff, you know, meat into these tortillas. Cause in Me- like, bro, I have a tendency when I'm grilling, I'm usually eating while I'm grilling. You know what I'm saying? And by the time I'm done, there's I'm, nothing I'm, left. I've already ate my meal. Like everyone else needs to eat now. Right. Like, there you go, everyone. Beans and man- mayonnaise is all that's left. That's all that's left. Sometimes that's all I make. Is it weird <laughs> that the only kind of tacos I like are crunchy shell tacos? I think so. I like soft shell a lot. It's very crunchy. Is good. It's very Russian. <laughs> it is. Very, very Taco Belly. Get the right? crunch. Yeah, Taco Bell. Uh, we had a we had a coworker one time. I, I don't know if it was you Noodles. or TK. You're with me with this coworker. We went to a Mexican restaurant, and uh, KG was with me. No, that was who it was. It was KG and one one guy that he brought in. And uh, <clears throat> we're in this authentic Mexican, like hole in the wall, mom and pops type deal. I had to order for them type of restaurant, you know. Ah, and uh. K, you know, KG kind of stuck to the basic uh, carne asada, but real tortilla taco. So I was like, okay, okay. You know, I, w- I went with the more uh, more Mexican uh, beef tripe type of taco. And then this fool, there, I didn't even find these tacos in the menu. I had a dick for these tacos. The, he went with the hard shell, ground beef shredded cheese tacos that came in like this little uh little spiky tray that where the tacos would fit perfectly in there and it it looked like the whitest tacos (laughs) 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 and what what impressed me was the way they looked and then that it was served at this restaurant because i was like how do do, i would never even imagine them having that fucking plate on the (laughs) <laughs> they looked at him and they winked, bro. They winked at each other and they're like, "Oh, you want the white tacos?" The funny part was that they were called Gringo Tacos, <laughs> <laughs> and they served them like bitch style. <laughs> that guy read Gringos like, "Yep, those are my tacos." <laughs> the crunchy tacos are the best. I don't know what to say. The they're not bad. Food. I like them, yeah, but uh, I would prefer soft shell. I don't order that shit at restaurants because I'm like, I can get this shit at Taco Bell, bro. If I go to a Mexican restaurant, authentic, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get tacos at all. I get burritos. Ooh, I like burritos. There's a spot here in Kansas City. I can't even remember their name. It's kind of like the whiskey. I didn't know what the fuck. I don't read something. <laughs> but I know it's that. But they, man, they serve some good burritos, man. I was When I left, when I left working with the company you guys work with, <clears throat> I was working for a glazing company, and we were working at a facility right by this place. Man, they, I don't – they all they do is make tacos. I mean tacos, burritos. They don't serve anything else other than burritos, but the combinations that they put together are, like, kind of unique. I've never had burritos in the combinations that they make. Like, like I've gone – Like, I've give gone, us an example. Like, they have this one where it's, like, chorizo, egg – uh, 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 shrimp and potatoes all together. Whoa. Whoa, that is weird. It's a weird combination, but when you bite into it, and then they add this sauce into the whole thing. It's their specialty sauce, and that whole meltdown it just create it like unifies it. Is it a flavor explosion? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 one of those burritos that you're like, I ain't doing shit after lunch. 
I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> then they got you know they got your traditional breakfast burritos, but yeah, they're they. I hope they grow. I hope they never go out of business because they're good. I you guys were coming up on two hours. Yeah, sorry, man. I we could say oh no, this is for sure. this is we, we could probably talk five hours for sure. There's so much. RM, you you're an awesome guest because you keep the flow going, and we don't even have to try. Thank you, man. It was fun too. You you guys helped. You guys helped too. I think <laughs> we've always had a, a nice flow of conversation. For sure. Uh, if you, everybody, make sure you check out the Ozone Layer as soon as it starts getting. Are you gonna put it out on iTunes, Spotify? What are you gonna put it We're out? We're gonna on? try to do it all. We're gonna try to put it out ev- anywhere we can. Uh, right now, we don't. I don't know exactly. Where's going to be the first one? You know what I mean? Uh, but definitely SoundCloud for if any, if SoundCloud will catch us if nobody else decides to pick us up. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I guess uh, for now, we're just going to try to put it out everywhere. We're just trying to record more content so we can have something good to put out other than just gibberish and practice shots, you know? Yeah, I think we did what five to ten episodes before we put any out at all. Yeah, oh yeah, we had some just to get our voice right. Yeah, well, experimentation. Yeah, we, were, we were having technical difficulties at first because uh, we were going like this, but we went well, actually no, we went three hours and a half, and the software I was using to record it only allowed up to three hours. So as soon as you pass three hours and you press stop record, your file just vanishes. Oh, and when that happened, man, I was, my heart was broken, man. I was like, God damn, we just like there was so much information that we discussed that was like not only to people, but it was to us, too. You know, when you have a conversation like that, sometimes the message comes to you. And I felt like it was uh, like I felt offended when that thing disappeared because I was like, fuck, somebody doesn't want us to put this out. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we've we've had a few episodes like that where there's some some pretty good stuff in there, and we didn't release them, and we'll probably end up chopping those up and putting them out as clips. I think so. Or or pushing them into one episode of just randomness. You guys plan doing video eventually? We have a few things. We do video for Trailer Park. Um, that's beginning I like, now. I, like that I did like that one. I liked I liked the idea of watching funny shit and then responding to it. It's like fun to do, man. It is. Yeah, those trailers were funny as hell. And then watching, hearing your guys' perspectives on the trailer makes the trailer even funnier. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> man. It's it's a big deal. Uh, we almost went to where we're actually reviewing a whole movie, and then that's just a lot of time. That's too yeah. much. Uh, that could that could be something for specific guests, though, because some guests might fuck with you guys so hard to the point where they're willing to sit through a like if you muted a movie and just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that as well. I mean, we, we've, we've got a lot of things in the fire and we have a couple other, uh, cheap shots that picked up a couple shows cool. that we might guess spot on. If you, you're welcome back whenever, man. Absolutely. Um, I don't know G very well, but if he ever wants to come on as well, but I mean, I know that you're more playful. Like, yeah, you are. G, G, well, we had a conversation about it and he said, since I know you guys, it'd be best if I, if I did it, but he's, he, it wasn't trying to exclude himself. He was just trying to make sure that the energy stayed within the podcast. You know what I mean? No, it, is, it, is, it is weird sometimes when like you bring guests that don't really connect with both and only mm-hmm. one, 
So we've been having discussions about how we're going to address those. Sometimes, you know, you might have to do a, an interview alone, a one-on-one or some shit. You know what I mean? Because there's sometimes, like, there's people that you might talk to that I don't have much to offer to as far as conversation because their perspective is just completely different. Right. And you just don't, you don't know each other as well either. Exactly. Uh, you know, if we brought on G, I wouldn't know. It'd be awkward for him. It'd be fine for all of us. Right. No, I'm definitely planning on having you guys too. But I'm going to try. Interesting. Yeah, I have to figure out how, how to what, what to bring in the podcast so we can meet in the middle. Yeah, for you, uh, we can definitely we can definitely hold our own. We talked um, conspiracy theories for three hours. Yeah. Oh, one of ours. So go listen to that one. Yeah. When we rant, we just kind of go. Yeah, that's the one I'm kind of I'm I'm. I don't know. Like that one's hard to get into, man. Because there's conspiracies are a whole. They're a black for hole. sure. But I mean, well, I was saying like we can sit there and we can talk pretty seriously as well. We made a joke. We make a joke a lot during it, but we can get into some real conversations. I know. Yesterday we talked about, or not yesterday, but our last episode, we talked about uh, some sports stuff, and it got pretty real for a minute. <laughs> it did. We got, we had a little argument. Yeah, that that happens, man. That's another thing. If you have a, a podcast with a friend and you both are co-hosts, you know, sometimes you're going to reach points where your conversations are going to have a disagreement. This oh, was one sure. of them. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you for good content. We just you just can't be too personal because I mean we can't bring in each other's lives and all this other stuff. You guys might do that on yours, but for us, we try not to. But you guys can check that episode out. It's out now. It's Bond's bathroom bang. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, our type of podcast could potentially get too deep on that type of aspect, but we're we're gonna try to limit that. We're gonna try to have a direction. We're not just gonna leave it an open playing field. You know what I mean? Because we want to make this work. We don't not want to make it work. So I don't. We don't want to damage each other. Because if we damage each other, the shit's not gonna work. For sure, I think you guys will do fine. Now, what we what we heard was pretty good, man. And um, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you guys want to call in, leave a message. Uh, you can leave a message for this particular show. We're going to play it during our next podcast. If you have questions for RM, we can definitely transfer those questions over to him. The number to call is 419-455-6678. And that will be linked into the bio of this episode as well. Yeah, leave a message. Let us put uh, put you on blast and we'll put your voice on here if you want. Otherwise, we can just answer the questions that you put out. Hey, yay. But uh, it was awesome having you on. Thanks, man. RM. Thank you guys awesome. for having me on. It was awesome talking yeah, to you. Yeah, it was, it was nice talking to you again, RM. It really was. Likewise. All right, fellas, on that note, I think we'll call it a podcast. And should I play us out? Play us out, TK. <laughs> hey, let's sing along. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Good time, man. Catch the ozone layer. Welcome to the podcast. It's the most, 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 most